right, hello everybody in the podcast verse. This is uh, Sneaks talking to you about topics and implications. <laughs> and we have some new friends joining us this week. Uh, we have our friend Clark. Hello. And, and uh, we have our friend uh, Red. Hello. Um, and we have Checkers. Yay, I'm here always. Yes. Never leaving. And I didn't forget to mention you this time. Yeah, I almost forgot last time. So, uh, <laughs> as you know, uh, Topics and Implications is the only podcast on our podcasting channel that has topics and implications. Uh, or, in uh, that order. In that <laughs> order. Um, no implications and topics. Uh, only topics and their implications. Yeah, yeah. Um, or otherwise, the title wouldn't make sense, and we would implode. Uh, so topics us, and implosions. Yeah, yeah. You, you can mm. find us online at our website. It's uh, topicsandimplications.ca, and our Twitter handle is topics underscore and. And you can also email us. At topicsandimplications at gmail.com. Yeah, so send us your topic requests. I'm going to need someone else to say topics and implications one more time. <laughs> <laughs> topics and implications. <laughs> Oh, is this an ASMR podcast? <laughs> it is. The rest of this... We will be doing ASMR for the rest of the podcast. If you could do a Topics and Implication podcast strictly in ASMR, would you do it? <laughs> yes, I would. Yes, yes. I will be starting my own channel. Uh, <laughs> Check your voice. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> is this a gullet? Yeah, no, no one wants to hear that. Um, so... Uh, after, um, I don't think I actually have any apologies to make this week. Um, yes, I mean, you didn't offend any uh, Norwegian people. It's, I mean, it's possible I did anyway, uh, so I'll just apologize anyway. Cover your bases. That's I'm nice. sorry, <laughs> Norway, for... <laughs> Again. <laughs> just, I'll continue to make apologies. I'm sorry, Norway, for calling, your no- calling you Norwayans, uh, and I'm sorry... Uh, Netherlands for forgetting you existed. Oh, wow. Uh, It wasn't that I forgot. Uh, Clark doesn't know because Clark didn't listen to any of the podcasts previously. But also (laughs) happens to be from the Netherlands, so... Right. So, uh, I have known Clark a long time. Um, From the Netherlands. Literally, like, my family was born there. I was there, like, four weeks ago. Um... (laughs) We were probably... Oh my god, incident. you did listen, and you were the listener. You were the listener from the <laughs> Netherlands! <laughs> oh, makes sense now. She's here to seek her revenge. We were... Uh, we'll just keep this short, or else we'll just be telling the same story every week, but... Uh, when we checked the analytics after our first podcast, somebody from the Netherlands listened. And it was you while you were on vacation. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. Give me that international audience. Yeah, you are our first and only. <laughs> Something weird about the analytics with our, our podcast, I'm sure it happens to others, but like, if somebody listens from Ontario, it'll say, you have so many listeners from Canada, if we click on Canada, it'll say how many are from Ontario, but then it'll just say like three or four other. And the other provinces are there, like you can see them. Yeah, so but it doesn't actually them. highlight the provinces in which those people are listening. You know, it's one of them territory. other provinces. Yeah, <laughs> and we actually have a fourth territory <laughs> nobody talks about. Um, or it's from like St. Pierre and Miquelonc. It's like not quite France, but it's not mm-hmm. Canada. Um, is it, have you guys heard of St. Pierre and Miquelonc? No. Uh, so, um, uh, well, let me hit you with some geography. Uh, so... Oh, no thanks. <laughs> we would like your topic and your topic only. So, uh, I don't know when it happened, but, like, um, there's uh, two little islands off the coast of Newfoundland, and they're called St. Pierre and Miquelonc, and they're actually territories of France. Um, so if you go there, you can get your passport stamped, and it's like visiting France. Without Is pay- it, though? <laughs> France has a lot of those down the, uh... Yeah. The coast. Yeah. It's, I guess, like, when we, when we, as if I was there, um, I was part of the bargaining committee, but <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. When uh, the English took, like, a bunch of, like, when they took Quebec after they won the war, I guess they just, like, let them keep a little island. I don't know how that slipped their minds, but. They just kind of, like, threw it in there. Like, yeah. Okay, well, we'll let you know Fine, you could have that little island. <laughs> but, like, who does, does anybody move there from France, or, like, is it just, like, all the same people like there's like a hundred people on the island and they're all like their teeth are really bad yeah <laughs> is that what you're saying how does that work what I just they're all How like you <laughs> 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 
seemed like, to come full circle. <laughs> Wait, I thought you said the English didn't take it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, say Pierre and Piccolo. <laughs> um, Save it for next week. Yeah. Uh, actually, we were thinking about visiting Iceland at one point. And when we went to see our travel agent, who didn't become our travel agent, but when we were talking to someone... It was just, like, in the mall, one of those, like, travel booths. Yeah. But we knew the person who it was. Yeah. Um, she had told us that in Iceland there's, like, an app, and if you meet somebody at the bar or whatever, you can quickly check the app to see if you're related to that person. Because if you're, like, third cousins uh, or something. Yeah, because there's only... So there's more people living in our city than live in all of Iceland. So, like... They have to be very careful with who they bone, I guess. Or they could see... Or who they have children. Right. They it's really a good rule. They but could really yeah. fuck whoever they want. Careful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, Clark is not impressed by that app. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to fuck my first cousin, some app shouldn't be telling me whether I can or can't. Second cousin only. Yeah. <laughs> I have limits. Paper bag. Um... So, uh, anyway, let's, I mean, let's just get into our, our topic, shall we? First topic, would you bone your cousin? <laughs> I already do. <laughs> Nobody just saw me put my hand on Checker's shoulder, who is not my cousin. That was a joke. Um, Say it but I, louder. <laughs> but, I, but I am sorry to all... You're my uncle. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do an ASMR shh. Yeah, it's better. You fixed it. <laughs> Less creepy. Um, so uh, I'll I'll do my I'll do I'll do topic first. Sure. With the implications, uh, everybody's drinking alcohol but me. I don't know why I'm slurring my words. Um, trying to fit in. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> in there. Radical, right? Am I in the group now? Um, so uh, I'll read my topic out because I, well, so I'll just give the backstory. I recently, if if you've all been listening to the news because it's been all over the news uh, a little bit I don't think it actually was but all those people who um, stormed Area 51 it ended up only being like 100 people right? 100, 150 something like that I guess nobody could take the vacation time or whatever <laughs> um, real job yeah, I, thought, I, I thought more people would show up yeah so did I because how many people actually wasn't that over a million? It was I, like some absurd number yeah but really you thought more than that would show up? I well you know what like it's the desert yeah, I just, like, if a hundred people showed up, why would they still protest? Was it just because they've got, they're just like, well, we're here. I think that's 100%. it. Like, yeah. I just, when there's a hundred people, there's no, I don't think there's enough people to be anonymous in the crowd. Not that you would, because the, the American military probably had, like, every satellite looking at these people. Oh, they know every single person who's in the crowd. Yeah. I don't know, there's a guy whose face was completely covered in tinfoil. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> but he was in the desert, so he had, like, second-degree burns on his face. <laughs> Baked his face like a potato. <laughs> but the government will never find him. Yeah, now he's unrecognizable. <laughs> Um, but I, I just, uh, I was thinking about the guy who made the Facebook group, the, um, whoever he is, I'm sure you could actually look it up. Clearly I've done no research for this, but I was thinking how, uh, he probably created this group, a million people joined, he did it as a joke, and then the more and more it became a reality that it could happen, I wonder how much he freaked out about it, and how much ownership he wanted to take over this event, and I thought... You know, if you had cre- if you created a Facebook group, and it could be anything, it could be like, uh, let's all, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the Canadian version of like, um, if you like, let's all go to Quebec and storm a poutinery. Um, six, yeah, that's the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's but a good like one to one ratio. Well done. If so you, many conspiracies <laughs> about the poutinery. Yeah, I don't know. I, like in Canada, like, do we have a? The mines at Sudbury? The, the, the neutrino mines? Neutrino mines? Yeah. Uh, that sounds red. What is that? What's a neutrino mine? No, there's no. it's like the mines in Sudbury are, are, are really deep, and so like there could be neutrinos in them. What is a neutrino? It's like a space particle. It's like a Nutrigame bar, but like better. <laughs> <laughs> sounds delicious. Uh, no, really, it's just a space particle? Like, is it what makes up us? Yeah, well, no. Are we kinda. neutrinos? 
Look, I'm not a scientist, guys. I'm just trying to help you out with your Neutrino Minds is like probably the most sci-fi sounding thing I've ever Okay, read. so... I definitely read it in a sci-fi book. If, <laughs> so it's possible there's... So it's entirely possible there's no neutrinos in the Sudbury Mines. I trust Robert J. Sawyer. So... <laughs> Fact check it later. <laughs> let's let's just pretend for a second there's uh, some sort of conspiracy around the mines of Sudbury and how there's, I don't know, neutrinos there, if they're even real. And I make a Facebook group that's like, uh, let, they, let's storm the mines of uh, Sudbury. They can't stop us if we all go there. <laughs> and suddenly, like, four million people join. Like, if you created a movement like that, would you... Real, like, would you go mad with power? Like, would you just, like, lean into it with a cult of personality? Or would you try to stop it? Would you just delete the group and be like, oh, God, like, this never happened? Or would you just sort of, like, freak out and uh, uh, disappear in obscurity? Just, like, pretend like it never happened. Like, live in complete denial. I think it definitely depends. Yeah, it depends on, like, what the movement is. Is like, it illegal? It- did you do it as a joke, or did you like actually start it because you were <laughs> like different like, schools of passion? Is it illegal? <laughs> is it funny? <laughs> it's, uh, is it both? It's strictly you created it as a joke, and it becomes this massive movement. Like it could be storming uh, CERN and being like they're hiding secret particles. They know how the universe was made. They have it in a in the at CERN. Let's storm it, and then like. Everybody in Europe is like, let's let's do it. Uh, yeah. Oh wow, you're gonna have to apologize to, uh, <laughs> to Belgium there. Um, That's what everybody What is your deal, man? <laughs> um, I was gonna do more horrible accents, but I won't, out of respect for the rest of Europe. Um, and also, I'm sorry to whatever abs- like poorly made accent I made that anybody attributes that to that particular group. People um, of Georgia. Yeah. Like, Screw this. Yeah. Still not stand. Um, but like, would you? What would you do? Knowing myself, so I have like a, I pretty habitually start things and don't finish them. So I think I would like go to like the fade into obscurity route. Yeah. Like set the wheels in motion, and then I'm just a phantom. I'm gone. Would you um, would you keep tabs on it? Or would you just make the group and then just never check on it again? I, no, like I would probably keep an eye on it. Just. Yeah, mainly because I think it would be interesting just to see what happens. But I would definitely jump ship like the second it got completely out of hand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the second you lost any shred. <laughs> any 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 control is lost at all, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm out of here. This is not. Yeah. This is- I feel like I would have initial initially made a fake name account to make the event. Right. You yeah. Know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and when people post on Reddit and they just create throwaway accounts. So um, to sort of, like, give yourself an out? Yeah, so that way, like, it wouldn't be tied back to me. Although I would do a poor job and the police would definitely be able to track it back to me <laughs> through, like, IPs or whatever that works. Yeah. <laughs> but at least, like, my name wouldn't be out there with it. Right, right. Except it would, because they would very easily track you down. Yeah, probably. Right. I would do a horrible job except using a fake name. Yeah. Also, you need the foresight to realize that, that it could go big. Like, I'm sure yes. the guy who did the Area 51 wasn't like, you know who's going to jump on this? A million people. Yeah. You're <laughs> right. I, I could be wrong. I feel like Clark would lean into it and would go mad with power. would be like, yes, my children. <laughs> <laughs> These are my followers. Wow. What a phenomenal read you have I honestly feel like you would, like, something would snap in your brain and you'd be like, this was my, I was meant for this. <laughs> no, I, okay, it's not like I would lean into it like that, but if it was genuinely, if I thought that there were aliens in Area 51, you damn right I'd get my army of a million people that ends up being 150 to try and go storm it. I, I don't know what I would do. I feel like... Knowing me, I wouldn't just fade to obscurity. I would delete it. I would delete my social media. <laughs> I would, I would, Get like passport. <laughs> I would be honestly. I'd be like, oh my god, what have I done? I would feel like I've created like people could die. Like it would just be. I wouldn't sleep. I'd probably be able to sleep, but like it would be <laughs> all. I would wake up in the morning. I would have feverish dreams. Like it would be all I could think about is like, oh god, what have I done? And then when they finally storm the mines of Sudbury, <laughs> I mean, it turns out the Canadian government is even worse than the American, and they just gun everybody down. <laughs> oh, man. 
But, like, I just, I think I would be like, <laughs> and just, like, delete everything. But, I, I don't know, your point about, like, the level of conviction behind, I don't know, like, <laughs> I feel like even if I did believe there was, like, aliens in Area 51, I'm just like, eh, I don't really need to, I don't really need <laughs> to what know if, about what if, what if you did? What if, like, what if you were so just... What if I was you? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess I would go that route and become a power-hungry maniac. <laughs> Control the lives of millions of people and get them to storm Area 51. But I don't know. For me, I'm just like, I don't really, I don't really care. I don't oh, would you I don't so care enough to find out firsthand? So it's I'll wait till somebody else does it and then hear about it on the news. Okay, but that's the joy of being a general. You don't have to like go. Oh, well, I see. Okay, you so it's much more manipulative now. You just get your peons to go. Yeah, would you even you. go to Area 51? I would not be physically there. No. <laughs> You would send your people. But I'd have, like, go, I'd have GoPros on everybody there. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that started the Facebook event was one of the people. He was was he there? I don't know. I I remember while it was happening, as if it happened a while ago, but I, I remember reading an article that, like, two guys from Norway... Um, I know this is funny that they're Come from on. Norway. But they, like, <laughs> jumped, they hopped a fence and they made it, like, three miles in before they got caught. That's pretty impressive. Wow. Yeah. I remember looking good. at the pictures and there was like the hundred people and there was like helicopters flying around them. I'm sorry? How big is it? It's in the desert, so like it could be as big as it needs to be. I yeah, I think it's massive. It's probably like all underground. I was going to say, it's probably underground. Yeah, there's like tons of neutrinos. Like it's... <laughs> That's why the aliens are there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet neutrinos. Um, what if they actually like... I was really hoping we were living in a world where all the people would show up and they'd be like, no, come on in. And it's like, you, have, have you seen the interview where they he shows them North Korea and there's like one variety store and he's like, ah, it's great. Like, this place is amazing. I was hoping that he just like cleaned up a section of Area 51 and everybody walked in and was like, oh, there's no aliens. It's like... It's, it's just like a museum dedicated to like theories about Area 51. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, or they've hired other actors to pretend to be like they're storming Area 51 and it's like the um, like multi multiverse like as it's like this is the nexus like guys we got in there there was nothing yeah so. um, but like we <laughs> hope we can all agree aliens definitely exist so what if like on the off chance it's highly unlikely they are on earth but like they could be down there man they could I was thinking earlier this is not quite on the same page but when you said you would just leave, like you would create mm-hmm. the group and leave, yeah. I like to imagine that the human race is a cosmic uh, Facebook group, and God did the same thing. He made it. It's <laughs> got a hand. Got out of hand, and he was like, "How yeah, about?" Shit. <laughs> oh my God, to himself. I'll come yeah. back to that in a few million years. Oh my me, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, yeah, I, th- I definitely think aliens exist. Uh, I think there's a distinct possible possibility that we might be the most advanced alien. <laughs> And that everything else out there is probably just, like, grass or bacteria. Um, because every every universe that would exist with an intelligent species, there would have to be a precursor species that was the most advanced at some point. And if the universe is going to exist for, enough, for billions and billions and billions of more years, it's conceivable that we are the oldest most intelligent species currently but i think that if the universe no? is infinite and it's an infinite amount of space that continues to grow and expand i think that it's conceivable that we're not the most intelligent up there. i so something i think about um i know i just said everything i just said but something i do think about we went to a planetarium once and they talked about how space and time works so uh, they had it on like this grid and the earth pushes the grid down and time works a certain way. Um, and if the farther you get from earth, the faster time is. So that's why when they have satellites in orbit, they have atomic clocks so that they're constantly matched up with earth. Otherwise, they, their time would be going faster. Time is a construct. Yeah, we, right. It's a human construct. Time exists, but it's, we measure it by a human construct. Does that make, does that, am I right? Yes. Okay. Um, I have to turn to Clark, who's not a scientist, but can tell me... But has read a lot of sci-fi. Yeah. Um, I like, I've read a lot of sci-fi. Time is a construct. <laughs> um, so, if you live on Mars, Mars is a smaller planet, so technically time goes by faster there. Um, but that's that concept of, like, a year on Mars is not the same length as a year on Earth, right? Right. That, right. 
But I think that if you somehow were able to exist on Jupiter, because it's such a large planet, time would go slower there. You can't exist on Jupiter. Maybe I'm saying, I said somehow, <laughs> if you were a being that could somehow exist on Jupiter, um, time would go much slower. That's how I understood that. Well, is it one of Jupiter's moons that has an ice moon? Yes. That I... Double moon? It's like the moon has a moon? No, one of Jupiter's, okay. sorry, one of Jupiter's moons is an ice moon. Got it. Mm-hmm. And they think that it's possible that there's like bacteria at the bottom of the frozen lakes mm-hmm. that might actually be yeah. like But the alive. thing, in the concept of time though, um... When you look at, like, how long the universe has hypothetically existed based off of, like, what a lot of scientists have agreed upon, then we as a human species, in, if, like, all of time and space was condensed into a year, I think we've only been here for three minutes. Right. So, mm-hmm. like, when you say that we'd be the most advanced despite the fact that out of a year we've been here three minutes. Yeah. That, to me, doesn't really correlate. Right. Especially with the size of this bad boy... Well, so I, what I was going to say was, if there's a galaxy, so the universe is expanding, we exist in a galaxy, or we exist in a solar system within a galaxy, there are galaxies that are farther away into the expansion, which means they've existed billions and billions of years more, longer than us, and because they're farther away from where the Big Bang is happening, time is also occurring faster there, so I guess you're, like, the close... With the farther away from where the Big Bang happened, the more chances for advanced civilizations would be? I suppose. Although I I don't know that we know where the Big Bang started, so. Wouldn't we, so, so the other thing that we were at a planetarium was if something is... They measure it with some sort of light, and if it's a blue light, something's moving away from us. If it's a red light, something's moving towards us. That's how they know, I think, we're eventually going to collide with Andromeda. Um... And become a super galaxy. Yes. Uh, cool. So they would be able to somehow maybe figure out what direction the Big Bang came from because we're like spreading out from there. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it won't be like in our lifetime or in the human race's lifetime. Because I believe hypothetically at the center of the universe there's a giant black hole. Yes. I think in the, is it in the middle of every galaxy there's a super black hole as well? I can't confirm or deny, but it sounds legit. Because <laughs> that's the power of that black hole that's making. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sworn to secrecy. Um, I told you to not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> told you that in confidence. Um, so so now we know what kind of people. Actually, I think we all took four different routes on that. <laughs> yeah. I take. I took the coward's way. <laughs> <laughs> I love that red, just, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, this is the most apathetic project possibly. What would you? Sorry, checkers. What'd you say? You would I do? said I would have created a fake profile. Right. You would have catfished everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but um, still, would have followed it. I just would have done it under a different name. Right. And Clark didn't quite answer. I answered for her and said that she would go mad with power. Sure. <laughs> so would you go mad with power? I wouldn't go mad. With, I. I'm a. A merciful leader. Right. So I wouldn't go mad. I'm sure everybody started that way, but then the power. I'm not Stalin. (laughs) Not yet. Classic Stalin. (laughs) I'm sure Stalin said the same thing. Yeah, I'm not Stalin. (laughs) (laughs) Semantics. Was Stalin a made-up name? I don't think so. Joseph Stalin was his name made up? Well, like, Adolf Hitler wasn't really his name, right? Am I wrong? I've never. Oh my god! Read is this gonna? This is recorded like now. That. I sound like a complete jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I think like Adolf Hitler was a stage name. <laughs> That's the Reddit account name he had. Yeah. <laughs> Adolf Schlinkengluber. Adolf Adolf Hitler, the Ziggy Stardust of <laughs> dictators. Yeah, apparently, he, that might have been his. I'm, I'm, for some reason, I feel like I heard once that, like, Adolf Hitler wasn't his, like, actual birth name. I don't believe you, I've just never heard that. He was given the surname of his mother when he was born. Which was? And then he decided to adopt the name of his stepfather, which was Heidler. Uh, which we pronounce as Hitler? It's spelled differently. Anglicized. This is getting weird, let's just move on yeah, to a new topic. <laughs> I mean, I was right. And that's all that matters. <laughs> um, but uh, let's... Clark. I actually thought of a different topic than the one that I initially brought Ooh, up. Is fine. that okay? okay? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all right, because you had the other yeah. one. Yeah, that's okay. Maybe I'll just say my thing later. Okay, I like this one better. 
Okay. So, I want you to imagine that you wake up one day and it's 1995. So you have all your memories from right now. Awesome. And it's 1995, but you're in your younger body. So I'm eight. Teen. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like it's important that you know that I'm eight, imagine. Okay. So it's 1995. I'm eight. Six years from now is 9-11, right? Okay. You know that's going to happen. Yeah. Because that's one of the big events that you remember when you're an eight-year-old moving forward, right? I was in grade eight when it happened. Yeah. Okay. So, you know it's going to happen. You know everything that you can remember. So, you don't know who won the Super Bowl in 1995, so you can't bet. But you know to tell your parents to invest in Apple, that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, what do you do? Do you try and stop this horrific world-changing event from happening as, like, an eight-year-old? Or do you just let history run its course and... Do personal gain. Well, I mean, you would have been eight in 1995, so by the time it gets to... 2001? Yeah, you're maybe possibly old enough for people to take you seriously. Maybe. But I, you don't want to, like, wait till the last minute. That's true. <laughs> oh, by the way, tomorrow, uh, Colin's sick. Just oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. So this is a smaller example, but I was thinking about... Actually, part of the genesis of this podcast was me thinking about uh, if I went... People who talk about going back in time and would you change things if you went back in time? And there's a lot of people who, like, wish they were back in high school because it was their golden years and they wish they could, like, relive that experience. I know you're making a face, Clark, because it wasn't your golden year. But uh, Disagree. I just don't know why people would want to... Some people, like, think about high school as, like, the best years of their life, and they just want to relive that, that time. Um, I think it's weird that culturally we look at, we make high school such a, a massive uh, moment in a person's life, because it's really four years, sometimes longer, um, out of your 85-year life. Um, but uh, I always think it's kind of gross, uh, because like a lot of people are like, man, if I could go back in time to high school and fuck that person, that'd be great. But I always think like, that's disgusting. Cause you're really like a 45 year old in a seven. It's like, a, it's a version of being a pedophile, right? Like bring everything back to incest and pedophilia. That's fine. Um, I hear they do that a lot in Norway. <laughs> no, I didn't say it. That was right. Um, I, you told me that earlier. I just, I'm repeating what you said. Um, moving on. Um, so would I go back in time and, and stop 9-11? That's sort of like... It's the, not even would you. Could you? Uh, I don't think that I could. Yeah. Uh, like, I just don't... Wouldn't you feel so guilty? Like, you knew there's nothing you could do, but, like, you didn't say or do it. Like, like there's... Know. Would you... And I'm using 9-11 because anyone, it's an obvious one, but, like, but, you could like, use anything. People would think that you were insane if you started to tell people this. Like, they might put you in an asylum. And then it happens and you're a witch. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they burn you? Well, there's also the other issue of, like... It's the classic. Classic, yeah. Classic, like, sci-fi TV tells us that if you go back in time, you don't change anything because odds are you'll make it way worse than what it actually is. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know, running under the assumption that you're just going to make a lateral move at best it probably just makes sense to leave everything alone and just live your life would you feel guilty uh i think time travel is just such a confusing concept i don't think i would have the brain space at that point to feel (laughs) guilty you know what like you know what i would feel guilty about uh i don't know how this is going to sound 9-11 is like it didn't I, I don't, I'm not a New Yorker. It didn't affect me personally. It was a huge moment in in our recent history. It's a tragedy. But if I went back in time, I think the things that I would feel more guilty about are the tragedies that happened to people in my life and, and having the power to stop those and not stopping them. Um, because those things directly affect me and maybe become tragedies in my life or... If I just said or did one little thing, maybe I'd stop that horrible thing that happened to that person I know. Um, like, those are the things that I, that I would have the hardest time. And what's what's really weird is that, like, you, if you are aware of everything, it's like a countdown to that tragedy. 
every single one in your life or mm-hmm. someone else's life. I think that's the hardest thing that you would be able to deal with. Yeah. I don't know that I'd want to go back in time. No. Mm-hmm. Not really? Well, yeah. no, because you also, there are things that like, that maybe you, you was already happening in your family when you were eight that you have no power to stop and you have to relive like, not that I want it. My dad was an alcoholic when I was a kid, and it didn't stop till I was, like, 11. My dad, I love my dad. He's amazing. But I'd have to relive all of that for the next four or five years. Like, that sucks. I know if I went back, I'd change things. And as you say, that's not a good idea. So, like, mm. oof, I wouldn't want to. I feel like I'd be good at, like... <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm like setting myself up to just sound like the most apathetic person <laughs> based upon like the previous topic and now this one, but like, I feel like this the sad reality for anyone's life, you will never be as good at anything as you were at being a little kid. Right. Fundamentally. So in, in certain respects, it's like kind of all downhill if you think about it. So like, I don't know, given the opportunity to like go back and just kind of like revel in some childhood... And maybe you wouldn't be able to, just because given, I don't know, having adult knowledge and then being placed back in an eight-year-old body, I don't know, uh, maybe you wouldn't be able to enjoy it, but, like, the prospect is there. Yeah, like, you would go to school and you'd be given work and it'd be so hard to give the same dumb answers that you gave as a child. Yeah. Like, you, like, you, I wouldn't have it in me to give the wrong answers that I knew I would have given at age 10 or 8 or whatever. Yeah. I guess, like, what I mean is... You know, you're talking about how people sort of glorify high school years <coughs> pretty dramatically. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, and, yeah, when you ask somebody, like, oh, if you could go back to a, you know, a specific age, what age would it be? And a lot of people answer, like, yeah, high school ages. And for me, it's always been like, no, go back to being a little kid. It's way better. Like, yeah. there's way less to think about. Uh, I don't know, life's built around trying to have fun and explore and things being new and if I don't know if you could get like a glimpse of that again I think yeah I would try for it but yeah but like at the same time true but say your eight year old self you, you have that childlike ability again but with your adult brain there's no independence there's no like being able to go out on your own anymore like mm-hmm. there's no earning your own money and feeling proud like I don't think you there's any instance where you could do something that makes you proud because you're like oh cool i drew this drawing much better than i would have when i was eight before (laughs) my lego skills are much like you can't drive your car or go grocery shopping or yeah that's fair and then like if you did sort of reveal your adulthood everybody like just assume you you're some child prodigy human child prodigy and next thing you know you're but, summits but, <laughs> but uh, then they do testing and they're like, wait a second, this child just has the intelligence of an average adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And somehow knows events that are happening in the future. Um, and it'd be so hard to not be like, Mom, invest in Apple. <laughs> like, let's get that money. <laughs> Here's like five weeks worth of allowance. Yeah. Invest it. <laughs> If you could remember, like, so many certain events to be able to convince people that you were telling the truth, like, oh, this year this team's going to win the Super Bowl, yeah. and they do, and but you're, like, right on so many occasions, would you be able to convince people exactly. that... Off the top of my head, I'm not a big enough sports nerd to yeah, know but like, anything. It could be any event. Like, who's going to win the presidential election? Like, you know who the past couple presidents were. Right. Or prime ministers. But that's another big thing. Like, how many major events can you remember from your childhood, right? Like, mm-hmm. the 90s, I could be like, oh... Victorious Mary's Beckham. Like, yeah. from I the was, when you said I'm going to tell you exactly what happens at the end of this episode of Save yeah. by the Bell. Yeah. I know the future. This is a rerun? It's already here. <laughs> but, like, exactly. Still a good episode, though, right? You could go back and watch people enjoy The Simpsons when it was still good. Uh, wow. Did we need that? Hit us with that hard truth. Yeah. <laughs> There was a there was a time. It used to be so good. It was so culturally relevant. It was so good. Do you know I recently watched an episode of The Simpsons with some teenagers and they did not like it. Like it was like a an classic? old episode or like new? Uh, it was so we watched both, an old one and a new one. They liked neither. I didn't like the new one. Right. What was so what was what what didn't they like about it? It was just they just were like, Oh, it's not funny. Like they didn't get any of the humor. 
Really? Nobody laughed. Really? Yeah. What's weird is like even like when you look at old Simpsons, there was a lot of like their humor that was like culturally relevant to the time. But there was other stuff where they're referencing like really old things that weren't contemporary at all. So right. like you feel like it should give it this like more universal sense of humor. I don't and know. I, I guess like even if they were referencing like if an episode from ninety five was referencing something that happened in the sixties, like your parents got it and mm-hmm. told you about it and you get it. And then if you watch it in twenty nineteen with a group of teenagers, you're like, oh no, they they, they there's a casino episode where Mr. Burns is Howard Hughes and they're all like, <laughs> Who's that? Oh, this guy that was alive way before I was alive. <laughs> Trust me, it's hilarious. Like, it just, I guess, like, you get so far removed from everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That hit me real hard, though, when they didn't laugh. Oh, yeah. It, it's like when you tell someone how great a movie is and they watch it and they're like, mm. That's mm-hmm. the worst. I hate that feeling. The other day I forced Checkers to watch Last Action Hero, and I don't think she was impressed at all. Oh, I mean, my God. Good. I remember you made me watch that movie a long time ago. Wait, you guys don't like that movie? I liked it a lot. Okay, good. It was nice. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was nice? It was nice. Come on. <laughs> it was the, nice. That is not the words of somebody who enjoyed a movie. <laughs> it's the adult nice. version of the Page Master. That's what it is. Yeah. I forgot Page Master was a thing up until this literal moment. Yeah. Listen, person in the Netherlands, if you ever listen to this again. It's neat. <laughs> <laughs> Look up the page master, Macaulay Culkin, and the doctor from Back to the Future. Like? Doc Brown. Oh. He's the guy who owns the library, I think, or mm. just works there. I mean, he probably doesn't own it. What's that guy's name? Christopher something? Christopher Lloyd. That's the one. Um, cool. Well, should we move it along to the next topico? Sure. I can go. Um, so I've got like a hypothetical question that if I, I phrase this really nicely now, I don't remember. Um, if you were, had a loved one that had like an evil clone or an evil robot clone or whatever, and you were the person holding the gun that had to shoot the evil one and keep the good one alive, how would you figure out who was the good one or the real one? Um, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, and for some reason, I went to a super dark place, and I said I would tell, if like if you and an evil clone were standing there, I would say, uh, in order for you to live, uh, you have to kill our cat. <laughs> and I think the evil clone would do it. We uh, Checkers and I just adopted a cat named. Are you gonna have to duck out his name? Yeah. <laughs> do you, you think come up with a different cat name? Oh my gosh, uh, salmon. Brisket. <laughs> no, see, yeah, you're I don't like it. that answer. Why? I feel like you're saying then that your loved one is an idiot because, like, kill this cat to live. Oh, then I'll kill the cat to live. They know what you're doing. But I feel like how, I, yeah, I guess. The evil clone of this. I guess what I'm if, not giving the evil clone enough credit. Yeah, you're, which means you're not giving your loved one that much credit. <laughs> the dumb evil clone will want to do <laughs> the no. evil thing because they're evil. Yeah. I get it. Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, that was a really simple... Yeah, the dumb evil clone looks a lot like my dumb loved one. <laughs> like, what are you... So, Checkers, don't listen to any of this. I have, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, would it be like... I don't know. Would you test them on memories? Like, like is there like a certain... That's the usual, like, pop culture or... reference place to go i think is like the memory thing you you reference something very specific yeah is this like an evil robot clone or is it like they don't have the memories what if they did have the memory well then you just i think that's actually easier because then you would just do like describe what vanilla ice cream tastes like (laughs) you you do the the signs of a a psychopath are easy to see if you like have had enough experience with psychopaths which I have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bully for you. I don't know what we're doing. No, here. but like you have to look at like how they react to like hurt yourself and then see how they react. In who reacts first? Because for your loved one, it'll be a natural reaction, and for the mm-hmm. psychopath, it'll be oh, I should be reacting, and it's that extra second hesitation. I like that one. That's a good one. That's yeah, I got you. So, like I said, I never that. know so a couple psychos. You would <laughs> injure yourself to see if the person reacts. Or what the reaction time for both people would be. Yes. Well, how would you injure yourself? I don't know. You'd have the you gun, have the gun. shoot one of them, right? Would you just, like, 
Yeah, you shoot yourself in the shoot leg or something. In the leg? What if, like, not the things artery. go south God. and you can't run away now? Um, yeah. Okay. Shoot yourself to yeah. test them. Or you could even just, like, hold the gun to yourself and see what their reaction is. Right. Like, it might cause the same, like, sort of Maybe, major yeah. reaction. Do we have that cool Blade Runner test they do in Blade Runner? Where they ask them questions and it just makes them go crazier and crazier? We should look into that. Yeah. And fact check that. That's real. Yeah. What would you do? I don't know. I just shoot them both. I just, the thought just came to my mind that to make yeah. them take I can always find a new loved one, right? Make them take a polygraph <laughs> test, but those aren't very reliable. Plenty no. of fish in the sea. I don't know. I couldn't think of like a certain question to ask. Actually, I probably, sorry, I probably get them to make out with each other and just see what would happen from mm. there. I feel like that's a good starting point. Yeah. <laughs> Like, because you I'm can sorry. gauge how much hesitation. Can you tell us like, who you're imagining in this situation? Now kiss her. Like, yeah, who would you, like... <laughs> would the psycho... So in this, Don't worry about it. In case, in this, so the psychopath would be like, all right, and then the, the non-evil version would be like, ah. I, don't know, I like, think he just wants to see him kiss, to be honest. Yeah. No, I feel like... No, actually, I'm more confident in my answer now. I feel like this answer is applicable <laughs> to anyone regardless because it's such an unexpected thing mm-hmm. that they're both going to have a very different reaction. How long would you yes. make it go on for? As long as it needs to. <laughs> I'm not convinced yet. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> have you seen True Lies? Do it. Do it. So glad we just thought of the same thing. It's pretty great. Um, and another great Arnold movie. Does he have yeah. a bad movie? Nope. Nope. No. Jingle all the way. Uh, that's a, a. I think a lot of people consider. I I personally don't like it, but I think it's considered like a classic by a lot of people. It's like a Christmas standard. Definitely. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I just thought of something. I could make you that. I can make you do to figure out who I'm talking to. Snakes. To figure out if you were the real one or the fake one. But just shave your head and see how you react. Shave my head? Yeah. What if, like, you were like, oh, I'll shave your head, and then you shave my head, and there's, like, a horrible tattoo that I've never shown you? <laughs> then I'd probably shoot you, because I thought it was the wrong one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe show So if you me. got, yeah, tattoos, maybe reveal those now. Yeah, I don't. For all I of don't. us to do <laughs> I don't have any tattoos. Um, I can I do my before we do the last topic. Can I give uh, as, as my a bonus topic? A bonus topic. Um, I you know when people ask you like if you were trapped in an island and you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. what would it be? I'm wondering what that food would be and how long it would take you to go insane from having to eat the same thing mm. over and over again. And in this in this situation, like. If you're like, I want to eat penny candies because I love them. Like, there's no health risks. You won't get diabetes on the island or anything. Right. Uh, okay. So, whatever you <laughs> want to eat, but you can't even change it. You can't mix it around. Like, you have to eat that same thing for like the rest of Like, it can't be like a variation of that. Thing. Right. You can't be like, oh, if I do stir fry, I'll just change up the... No, it's like whatever you've chosen to eat. Consistently the same. Yeah. How long I, do you think you would last before you go insane? I would want to say poutine, but I don't think I could last that long. So, I might say pasta. Yeah. Because I think I could go quite a while eating pasta. Fills you up, too, so it's good for the island. <laughs> like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Is that a fertilizer dinner? Dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I have pasta leftovers for lunch, and then I have pasta again for dinner, so I mean. Right. And then you actually, you just have a bathtub full of pasta that you bathe in. Yeah. Right. My mom used to eat spaghetti for breakfast. Your mom used to eat it? Spaghetti for breakfast. What did you eat for breakfast? <laughs> Nothing. She just watched her mommy just <laughs> 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 okay, cry. Still, will eat spaghetti for left for breakfast if there's leftovers. Okay, that's rude to me. Sometimes I would eat chicken pot pie for breakfast. That sounds incredible. Yeah, with gravy. Yeah. There's a chicken pot pie that they sell at Costco, and I hate that, Costco. That's but, the chicken pot pie. I would eat oh, for breakfast. I, I could eat that for like three weeks, and then I'd probably <laughs> just I don't know drown myself in chicken pot pie i just put my face in it uh for the island i would eat uh peanut butter on english muffins and mm. i would last exactly 10 months before <laughs> i have a question about tested? 
I don't want to get into it. Do you toast the <laughs> English you, muffin? Oh, 100%. Do you butter, butter it first and then put peanut butter? No. no. That's for sociopaths. No. <laughs> no. What? Yeah, no. You don't it's need... called peanut butter. Yeah, but yes. have you tried it with butter? Yes, and it's it's redundant. Cool. and Redundant? Yes, it changes it's, your it's life. It's no good. It's no good. I don't like it. Oh, I have some concerns about this. <laughs> I tried it. It is needless. <laughs> Sneaks introduced me to it. Uh, we're just gonna quack something out in a little bit. Um, yeah, that sounds kind of dirty, actually, to say that. We're gonna quack it out. Um, so, uh, I think that you haven't tried it enough. Uh, I think you should start buttering your English muffins and then putting peanut butter on it. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. No. <laughs> now, with jam, you put butter on first. Oh, what? Yes, yeah, 100%. I don't think it, the, I agree with you, I do it anyway, Sneaks but I don't think... You do it, that. I'm sorry? You don't do that. You put... When you jam, you go straight you jam. Go straight jam. No, no, no. I put oh. you dry jam it in there. No, no, sorry, no I'm I don't. When you get don't listen to checkers. Sorry, supplies. I'm thinking of, about when you get it with breakfast at a restaurant, but the toast already comes buttered. That's it's pre-buttered. Why I'm it. sorry. Which is great. Yeah, I, I don't know why that's so great, but it's, it's there's the best. something about the way they put it on. It just it's nice. It's like I don't know. They look, it's like they spackle it on there. Currently, Clark looks really pissed about this topic. It's so disgusting <laughs> that you would put butter. And peanut butter. Uh, nobody's listening to this, but if you are, uh, let us know. Do you butter your English muffin or other breading uh, before you put peanut butter or other toppings on top of it? Let us know. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what the facts are there. And let us know your age, too. I don't know if there's like an age component to it. Oh, yeah. And your gender and your social security number. <laughs> and your like location. credit card number. Yeah. Uh, and if you'd be willing to make age out with your evil clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Start with the making out part. Uh, yeah, if you're willing to make out with your evil clone. Yeah. I feel like the I evil clone pictures. would be down because they're evil. Actually, no. Okay, they're... so now I would just ask uh, both versions to uh, put peanut butter on an English muffin and right. shoot whichever one put butter on first. Right. Well, you'd see what the you reaction just, is. Even if both it. of them did it, you would Kill shoot both, both of them. Yeah, <laughs> I never knew you. <laughs> <laughs> you were always a stranger. <laughs> That's your last words. <laughs> um, okay, uh, sorry, that was just a side topic. Yeah. To see, I I think I would last. I don't know, maybe ten months as well. I would probably do shepherd's pie. Yeah, chicken shepherd's pie, by the way, not ground beef. I think like yeah, the the knowing that you need it to survive will like help bolster you for a good period of time. But you still hit a point where you're just like, I'm so effing sick of eating. I don't know, man. This thing. I could eat bread and butter, just like French bread and butter. For eternity. Mm-hmm. Or like bacon you sandwiches. Have, you have last all of us. No, just, just bread and butter. I'd be okay. Forever? Forever. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Works with sociopaths. Yeah, sociopaths. yeah. Um, we can do, why don't we do, oh, well, do, do your sense of smell topic. We, we can do that. Okay. Uh, so, my other topic is, um... I was talking to someone who had, when they were younger, lost their sense of smell and along with it their sense of taste. And they noticed that during the time frame that they no longer had the sense of taste, they were eating incredibly healthy, were feeling really good about themselves because they couldn't taste anything, and and they were pretty okay with textures. Uh, But when they got their sense of smell back, along came their sense of taste, and along came 30 pounds that they gained from eating delicious, salty, and sweet food. So my question to you the general you is um if you did lose your sense of smell slash taste and start eating healthy but then was given the opportunity to get it back but it wasn't required of you uh would you do it or would you try and continue to live a healthy lifestyle i think it's interesting that like if i lost my sense of taste i would just be like fuck it i'll eat healthy (laughs) like (laughs) like if losing my sense of smell and taste makes me a better person i feel like it would just cut out the snacking like you might stick to your regular diet but you wouldn't want to snack as often because you're not craving but why would you stick to your regular diet yeah like Like, what's the purpose of being like i eat chips all the time so i'm just going to continue yeah they're crunchy but like when it comes to just like pure texture broccoli's crunchy right cucumbers are crunchy carrots yeah i mean i'm the person who has no problem eating peanut butter on English muffins for 10 months. So yeah. this is kind of a <laughs> moot topic. Yeah. I, I, I think I would definitely want it back. Like, you, you probably have, like, a dialing-in period where it's, like, you get taste back and 
it's completely overwhelming. So of course you like gorge yourself on anything that's like interesting to eat. But I, I think over time you would like learn to level that out mm-hmm. again. You would just. I think if I got into the routine of cooking healthier foods, I would stick with it in the sense that like I would know the recipes and be able to like easily repeat them if i'm being honest if i lost my sense of taste i'd probably like go vegan like i would just go like i would Mm -hmm. what's the point of like eating all these things that i've also been like i grew up like being told that you should eat these things because whatever like it's just part of my life and now that i have no reason i don't know i bacon isn't something that does it for me anymore why would i eat bacon so like all of the meat products that i would eat Would we, if everybody lost their sense of taste, would it solve the world's factory farming problem? Mm-hmm. Maybe. We would just start factory farming fruits and vegetables, which I guess we already do. I mean, it's still important to have protein, so maybe like chicken would still be around. Or just beans. You'd eat a lot of beans. Or just eat a lot of beans. Yeah. And then you wouldn't be able to smell the aftermath of that That's either. true. Just like the world. <laughs> In fact, it would actually end the world because the methane levels would just like rise so dramatically. <laughs> We'd turn into Venus. And we, I don't know. I, I think that, that's, yeah, that's what I would say. We'd all become better people if we all lost our sense of taste. I think so too, which is why I would struggle with, if someone said, oh, I can give you your sense of smell and taste back, I'd struggle with it because you'd be like, well, then my footprint would go larger and like, I'll do things to myself that I haven't been doing, like drinking alcohol, which is bad for you, right? Like I drink alcohol not because I want to get drunk, but I genuinely like the taste of it, right? So that goes away, and all of a sudden, you're like, well, I'm just drinking water now for the rest of my life. Yeah. And, like, that's good for you. And I would struggle with being like, oh, well. You're, so do you think that if we got rid of our sense of taste, people would stop also, like, drinking alcohol? Like, they just wouldn't. But there's a, that's a whole different sensation, right? Uh, the, the, the getting drunk is you a sensation You would be drinking for a different want. reason. It would no, yeah. no, you would no longer need to drink just as a social thing, I don't think. Because no, because... You would just point? be drinking to party. Right. The only reason you'd have the alcohol is to, to get, get drunk. drunk. Yeah. So, so maybe it would increase alcoholism. Well, I mean... People, well, if you can't taste anything and life is getting so bland, you need an escape of some kind. So right. But then, like, if that's... I think that's... a a darker path, right? Like, I would say that if we're all taking care of ourselves by eating better, like, we're not trying to escape, like, we're more fulfilled. It's like a subculture. Yeah. That's like, fuck this new world order, let's all get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an opium (laughs) den, but just a bar. (laughs) I was thinking of these, like, weirdly cynical views about this, because I'm like, nah, people are good at being shitty, we'll find a new way to just mess it up. What would replace restaurants, though? Like, you would It would be texture, it would be texture restaurants, probably. Yeah, for sure, texture restaurants. Like, Ooh, and it'd be French, it'd be texture. <laughs> Have you tried the pine needles? They're delicious. <laughs> oh, man. By delicious, I mean pointy. That's how we measure delicious. My gums are bleeding. <laughs> I just, I really want the server to sound like that. <laughs> like, the server hates that they're working there now, that the world has become this. Uh, today's special is a pine cone, because we do that now, because this is the world we live in. Why <laughs> we wouldn't eat that? We'd it be comes eating like heated, or not at all. Nothing matters. My life is a joke. But it's like, like you know, when you make a bird feeder out of a pine cone and you like roll in peanut, or they, like you put peanut butter on it and then you roll it. How do we seeds? get back to peanut butter? <laughs> first? All things but I have a question. Okay. Do you butter it first? <laughs> Do you think that, like, if you lost your sense of taste and, like, the world became better, but, like, there's, like, the server that's, like, mm, pine cones, eat them, you bastards. But, like, do you think there'd be a, a people that would be, like, trying to feed animals tasty things just to see how much they lap it up? Like, oh, yeah. Really <laughs> like, my proxy? Yeah. I would like, feed that person. You would? Yeah. I would give salmon, all salmon, to see how much she liked it. What you'd be feeding her her namesake? Just to, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole I, other thing. Which I've done already. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the saddest thing I could think of. Oh, I love it so much. I remember loving things. Ate oh. <laughs> it. Jeez. Yeah, I guess that took a dark turn. I just like instead of like a dog fighting ring, it's like dogs just eating different foods. <laughs> just eating like a porterhouse steak. Yeah. People betting on who finishes it first. Um, the Labrador, obviously. Obviously. Um, it wouldn't even chew it. <laughs> no, yeah. That son of a bitch didn't even enjoy it. <laughs> You're disqualified. Um, 
Okay, cool. Sorry, I, I've been changing the rules and there's been more than the topics that we need, but I just... Uh, Our last it? topic for the table. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, so earlier, uh, uh, based upon a story that Seeks told, I got thinking about uh, in your childhood, the moment when you uh, go to a friend's house and realize that sort of not all families or not all households are the same, um, and, and what that's like and how jarring that can be. And so I wanted to hear like individual stories. Cause I remember for myself, it was, uh, going to a sleepover at, uh, <laughs> house. Um, we'll have to quack that. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't care. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Who knows if, uh, quack, quack will ever. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I went to a sleepover at his house and he was like, kind of like the, the, the class troublemaker. We were like sort of fringe friends. He's badass. Yeah. Anyway, so I remember going to his house for the sleepover and we played uh, a ton of video games and we ate all of the Nesquik cereal and fudgesicles that we wanted. And I was like, this place is the best. Um, But then also partway through the night realizing that neither of his parents were there the entire time. Right. And then feeling very unsettled about that. And then we had like like bedtime like we actually wanted to go to sleep and he kind of goes to bed and I was like oh where am I supposed to sleep and he was like I don't know you're gonna have to figure that out and so I literally literally laid on the floor at the end of his bed curling myself around the the small bit of blanket that just draped on oh my god I was just like I don't know so it was like a very jarring moment where I'm like oh my gosh like Everybody lives kind of differently, I guess. Were you just like with the blank, the, the small bit of blanket that you had? You were like an hour ago. I was eating popsicles. <laughs> you, what happened? <laughs> How did I get to this point? <laughs> yeah, right. Because it's like I don't know. And then you like go back to the thing of like when you're a kid, you resent structure and stuff like that. Yeah. And realizing that oh, maybe it's kind of good and yeah, yeah, anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Coming of age and whatever. But anyway, I just wanted to know if anybody had like similar ideas about like visiting a friend's house and realizing like. Oh, this is very different than what I am used to right. in very specific ways. Um, when I uh, I dated this girl in high school who was super religious, and uh, my family's not at all. And I remember going to her. She asked me to have dinner at her house, and the first time I ever went over for dinner, they prayed uh, at dinner. They had mm-hmm. like they prayed to God for thanks, and I remember sitting there and they all like bowed their heads and said like this long like they gave thanks and i remember having my eyes open the whole time watching everybody with their eyes closed being like what the fuck <laughs> is happening right now because for so so many families it's very normal but for mine that was something like we didn't, we didn't even eat at the right. table we all sit on the couch and watch tv <laughs> right like we made and then we just talk at on the couch we, it was nice it wasn't like we just like stared at the tv and didn't look at each other it was just like there's a much more casual uh dinner setting and I went over to this girl's house and like they prayed and I was like, oh my, what the hell? Like it was just very jarring and very proper and very traditional. And I remember being really freaked out about it mm-hmm. as if like I snuck into a place I shouldn't have been. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, yeah, because it's like at face value, that's something so innocuous, right? Like, yeah. People giving thanks for a meal, you know. Even like there's, I'm sure there's lots of families out there that aren't very religious at all that still just kind of phone it in at dinner time for the sake of ritual. Yeah. But to like be an outsider and then experience that all of a sudden, like particularly in adolescence, it's just like, oh, this is intensely jarring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when Checkers and I first started uh, seeing each other, like your family has dinner at 6 p.m. That's what happens. Yeah. Even now, they all sit at the table. They eat dinner together. They talk about their day. It's like my dad gets home at 6 p.m. every night. My mom has dinner ready. Yeah. And I think, for, like, I shouldn't think that's weird, but because my family's so... <laughs> but it super is. <laughs> because my family's so loosey-goosey with dinner, it was just very weird when we first... Because I was like, oh, dinner at 6. Like, I didn't like how routinized it was. Yeah. But it's it's actually, like, I think statistics tell you that, like, that makes a stronger family to have that mm. at the end of the day. I mean, I don't think it has to be at the exact same time every night. Just as long as you're eating together. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyways, for the topic, I remember going to, like, a friend's house in, like, grade 8 to work on a project and having them be on their computer, which was in their parents' room, 
and being like, oh, like I have, like, my parents are going to like check the search history on the computer when we're done here and like everything that we did. So we have to only work on the project. Like that's all we can do. And at my house, my parents were like very loose with the computer, like didn't check on us at all. Like I could basically do anything I wanted and like it was never checked on. Yeah, I like. Which was probably a little bad. (laughs) No, at my house growing up, like, we had two computers in the living room, and they never did that. They were never like, we're going to check what you're doing. Like, Mm -hmm. it was just like. Yeah, so I found it very weird that the only computer was in her parents' bedroom because they wanted to keep it separate from the kids, and, like, they could only use it for certain times, and it had, like, the parent settings on, or, like, the kids' safety settings on it, and they would check, like, what they did after they were done. I was like, that's weird for me because it wasn't what I was used to. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think it's interesting or maybe telling about, like, our different upbringings that, like, both of your stories are around, like, visiting an environment that's, like, (laughs) I know, much more rigid and structured. Right. Mine's about the opposite, going to an environment where I'm like, oh, this is chaos. (laughs) (laughs) It was, like, heaven and then very quickly became hell. Yes, yes, it 180 very fast. I don't know that I actually ever had that moment, uh, but that's because I have a very large extended family, and they are all very different in their outlooks on life. So your cousins are always your best friend growing up, right? So I would go to my cousin's house, and I had one cousin who only had one parent, and there was a very scary dog there, and the place was always messy and always cold. And there was never anywhere, like, nothing to eat. And then I had another cousin who had an in-ground pool in the backyard and, like, had all the new tech. So I was really... And then my family was just... We lived in a a house, no pool, but it was comfortable and all that. So I don't know that I ever had that moment where I was like, oh, all families are different. Uh, For me, it was more I'd go to other people's house and just notice, like, what they have that I don't or what I have that they don't. Mm -hmm. And I'd just compare it to other members of my family and it was really weird I guess because yeah like hearing these stories there are those moments but my family's so di- and Sneaks knows because he's known my family for a very long time right that it's just, it's so wide range that it's yeah. hard to like pinpoint like one of those moments like I, I have met lots of Clark's family because my mom also played on a pool league and so Clark's family and extended family were on that pool league as well mm-hmm. um, so I've met a lot of um, the Dutch members of your family <laughs> oh you're Dutch I guess the example I used was from like being a teenager but if I had like a childhood one I had a friend who lived next door to me, and I I would go over and we'd play video games all the time. I didn't really have a gaming system growing up. Um, Or if I did, like, my parents, I don't think, really understood the concept of, like, just because I have Sonic 2 on Sega doesn't mean, like, that's the only game that ever came out for Sega Genesis. (laughs) Well, you did it. You got the thing, and you have your game. So, like, I think at most we had, like, three games for the Sega Genesis. And my friend who lived next door had, like, a Super Nintendo, and... Uh, he had like every game um, and so I would go over and we would play video games all the time and the one time I remember knocking on the door to be like oh is uh, you know is he home and his mom was like you better not be here to play video games because you guys should be really doing other things and she had this weird talk with me about how like you know it's time to do other things in video games and I was like I, I remember thinking like but he chooses that I come and see if he's home, and he says, let's play video games. I'm not... Also, you bought him all the video <laughs> yeah, games. Yeah. yeah, like, I'm not the... I'm not... Like, it might look like I'm using him, but he's choosing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like, hey, are the video games home? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was... It, that was really jarring. I don't know if that's on topic, but, like, I remember... Well, it, Clark, like, and, uh, you know, entertaining that idea of... of uh, taking inventory when you're a kid of friends' places. Because, like, when I was a kid, the big thing was you would go to whoever's house, you could get your hands on the most soda. Yes. Because there was, like, certain kids where it's just, like, I don't know, for some reason they had this endless supply of bot. That you right. Could, the extra fridge they had that you didn't yes, have. always had a fridge in the basement. <laughs> yes. Filled with soda for some reason. As a kid, I was obsessed. Like, I just wanted love. I had the same thing where I took, like, stock of what other people have, but that didn't happen. I've talked about this a little bit with uh, Checkers, 
like I grew up poor, but you don't. I didn't realize you. Were, I was poor. I didn't. I just didn't like because I grew up in an area where everybody was on the same level. Mm. And then when I started working summer camp, uh, you start meeting these people that are camp counselors, and they all grew up in different parts of the city. And then you start going to these parties at people's houses. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, these houses exist? You have three cars? <laughs> like, you start... It really hits you how much other people own. Yeah. And how much other people live. And it's not their fault. Like, whatever. It's just the life that... It's the, the hand they were dealt. Like, things are better. Whatever. Like, I was never bitter, but it was just like... You you, you walk in, you're like, wow. Like, how is your hair blonder? Like, how like how are you have, like, all of these things? Like, I would say that that didn't happen for me until, like, later. Yeah, no, I remember that, like, pretty acutely from a, an early age. Because um, we also grew up, like, fairly poor. But, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. There's something about that that makes you maybe just notice... You know, yeah, I guess if, like, the people surrounding you have more, you just kind of right. take stock of that initially in some way. Like, it definitely the same thing happened, just happened a little bit later for me. Yeah. Um, although I do remember being a kid and being upset that other kids had tearaways, and I didn't. <laughs> I never Covenant had tearaways And now they're coming back. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. No. What? I see people walking around with tearaways. Who are these people? They're, like, kids at this, the place that I work. I teach at a school. <laughs> I should really... <laughs> I've already said too much. Uh, yeah, quack that, quack! <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway. Do, uh, I'm getting the signal from Checkers to wrap it up. How long have we been talking? An hour and six minutes. Oh, okay. That's roughly the same as episodes. That's a good amount of it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, this was wonderful. We did like way more than four topics. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to Red and Clark and I guess checkers for being here. You're welcome. Uh, (laughs) um, And uh, take care. Have a great one. Goodbye. See ya. Slurp you later. later. Oh no. (laughs)